Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, media.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love providing you with the inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and business right now for that positive impact. And second, we must provide that platform to showcase the talents of our dynamic sisters and to say thank you to them for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hardnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is Monday. Wow, December 23rd, 2013. This year is counting down our banner year, and we're all excited about 2014. I know I am. We're ready. We're ready. We are ready for excellent things to happen in all of our lives and businesses. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time as Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so thank you so much for spreading the word. Well, you know, you guys, I know I'm probably dating myself by talking about this movie, but you remember that movie with Kevin Costner called The Field of Dreams and that that phrase that came from there, build it and they will come Well, in many instances, that is so true. It really is. You know, I think that relates to us taking action and pursuing our goals and dreams instead of allowing fear and setbacks and paranoia to keep us stagnant. And, you know, when you think about it, um, when we relate to our businesses, I know a lot of times I speak to people and, and myself and we, you know, we build great business models and then there's always that thing there that sometimes it says, okay, I'm still waiting on the customers. How can I increase my customers? How can I get the attraction or get people to really see what I'm doing? Well, today I tell you we have an expert, we have a young lady that is a forced to be reckoned with. She is the master, shall I say, a master of publicity, and she's going to talk to us today about that. I'm so thrilled to have our special guest, Havila Malone, on the line with us today, and and I'm not going to keep her from you much longer, but I tell you, she is a dynamic woman. She has uh, had so much experience in this field. I mean, like she says, she's a visionary and a true hunter. Don't you love that? A, a, and a treasure hunter for proof of what's possible in life. She is the author of the best-selling book, How to Become a Publicity Magnet in Any Market via TV, Radio, and Print. And upon graduating from college at the tender age, get this, 19, this Louisiana native, Havilah Malone, pursued a career in broadcast media and worked in the Fox 8 newsroom. She's been all over with QVC the Home Shopping Network, and she's worked in corporate America helping to manage a $160 million business budget for the giant Hewlett Packard. So I know I have gotten your attention right now. This young lady knows what she's talking about. So if you haven't, I need for you to write now, call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, and tell them to dial in to 347. Come on, tell them to dial into the show right now. That's 347-838-9278, or you can listen live uh, at, on the Internet at Wealthy Sisters Radio, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com. And, you know, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, you'll find us there at Wealthy Sisters. You want to stay in touch with us and keep up with these great shows that we have every week, make sure you follow us right there on Facebook under Wealthy Sisters and Twitter. And you can download this show and all our other great shows at Wealthy Sisters Radio and iTunes. That's right. We are available 
on iTunes for free. So we're all excited about that. You know, we're not going to hold our guests from you much from you much longer. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the dynamic publicity magnet herself, Havila Malone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Right and need help cracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jneville.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S dot com. jneville.com. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Hello. I tell you, have just a little technical difficulty there. Just want to say welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio today. We're so excited about the big things that are happening, and thank you so much for tuning in to us on an annual basis. We're moving into our fifth year, and we just can't thank you enough. And we're so excited to announce our new winner. Summit is back. That's right, the Women's Business Seminar. Mark your calendars right now. The Winner's Summit, March 29th. Go to the Winner's Summit. That's like the Winner Champion. Thewinnersummit.com to get more details. So we want to bring our very special guest on the line today. Are you there, publicity magnet yourself, Miss Havila Malone? Welcome to Wealthy <laughs> Sisters Radio. Oh, thank you so much. I'll say it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you today. You said you're going into five years now of inspiring people and really bringing people information that they need to get where they want to be in their life. So thank you for having me to be a part of that. Good morning. Good morning. Absolutely. I tell you, you know, it is always good to have great friends in high places. And I tell you, mm-hmm. our mutual friend, I just have to give her a shout out, Miss Sandra Richardson. We go way back. I have so much love for her. And when she shared your information with me, I definitely had to take a look at it. And I was so excited and, and thrilled to, to be able to have you on the show because you're doing some big things, madam. Oh, thank you. Yes, and Sandra, she is absolutely a phenomenal woman, somebody, a woman of power, a woman of inspiration. And so, yes, thank you, Sandra. I'm sure you're on that line listening right now. You know, she's definitely making things happen for a lot of people. So, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So I tell you, you you have an incredible background uh, mm. telling me now you graduated from college, not high school, but college at the age of 19. What is that all about, sister? Tell us about that. Oh, certainly. You know, all throughout school, um, I was very much a, a bookworm, <laughs> so I just <laughs> kept my head down in the books. And it was it was funny because there was an opportunity for me to get out of, to skip a year in high school. So I ended up graduating from high school when I was 16. All I needed was, like, three credits because I had always been in, like, advanced classes or honors classes and stuff like that. And I needed, like, three mm-hmm. credits. So I went one semester um, over the summer, and I took, uh, like, two or three um, like gym classes, 
and it's all wow. I needed to be able to get the credit to, um, to be able to get out of high school early. And then um, going into college, I actually found out that you can test out of classes. And so I went wow. found out all the tech classes that I could, you know, test out of. I went and took the test, and, you know, that sped my uh, college career up a whole lot. I was always so anxious about I wanted to get out into the world. Like I said, I wanted to get out into the workforce. I wanted to get out and, you know, fill my purpose in life. And so I was just like, I got to get out of school. <laughs> so I did it. everything that I could to kind of speed that process along. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of education. I think education is so important so that you build that foundation and that you have a, a knowledge of what's available to you and have the skill set that you need. Um, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. that education, I think some of the most important education you can have can come through reading books. Like mm, especially mm. things like you know Napoleon Hill's Thinking Grow Rich. I mean, there's so many um, people out there who have laid out the path of how to become successful, the skill sets that you need to be successful, and be, by picking up their manual on doing that, you can leap yourself forward by light years instead of having mm. to do things the hard way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what made you, I mean, you said you wanted to get out of school. You've always been excited uh, to get a hold of and to begin your purpose. Did you know uh, when, or shall I say, when did you feel like you knew what your purpose in life was? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's a really good question. I mm-hmm. know as a young child, I could remember mm-hmm laying out, like, all my parents um, on the concrete outside the driveway, I would be laying down on the concrete, staring up at the sky, and just, like, talking to God, just, like, looking up there and saying, like, I know my life is meant for something big. I don't know what it is, but I know that I have a big purpose. And, like, throughout my um, younger years, I was a very, like, awkward child, (laughs) you know, (laughs) You know, I didn't quite fit in in a lot of different groups. I, I was a chameleon where I could, um, I, I mostly spent my time with, like, my parents and my parents' friends and hanging out with, like, a lot of older individuals, and I connected more um, with them uh-huh. than I did with people my age. And so uh-huh. I just, you know, through my school years, it was just a little bit, you know, awkward. And so that's why I kept myself down in the books and just, you know, excelling academically and just, just moving along. And I think that as we go through life, it is a journey, and you're constantly discovering, okay, what am I here for? What is it that I have to add? You know, what are my skills and talents that are going to be used for, you know, a real purpose to something that's meaningful that's going to be able to make a difference? And right. I, I think that sometimes even changes. Like, there's new seasons come, you know, so you have to just be open to that flow of life but constantly be moving forward. And, right. you know, I, I have accomplished a lot of things in my life, and I think that through those, that growth and through those experiences, I feel like I am now just really stepping into my full purpose just now. Right. So. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That is, that is so true. I mean, this is a journey, and, and every day, you know, we are evolving. I think when I reached about 38, uh, 39, I, you know, in the 30s, I really, I feel like you're really confident. You know everything. There is nothing that you don't know. You think you know absolutely everything. <laughs> you know, I think that's because that's building upon those 20s there. And then when I said, you know, when I hit about 38, 39, definitely 40, I figured out and discovered that I really didn't know anything and that it is. Mm. It's always evolving. We're always evolving. And, you know, just listening to you speak, those who believe in reincarnation, we would definitely say you've been here before. (laughs) You definitely (laughs) have been here before from your spirit. So, you know, Mm. it it is just a joy um, to, to hear and to, you know, just right off the top, you know, you have dropped such great knowledge and um, wisdom and nuggets for us to really think about. Tell me, uh, you know, I know that you're an author, you've, 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 and we're going to get into that here in a moment, but tell us a little bit about your path. So you graduated at 19. What was your next journey? Did you, did you start in corporate America then, or was that when you were in um, the, the, the media 
uh, space with Fox News. Yeah, yeah. So actually, when I was in college, in my last year of college, I started interning at uh, the uh, local Fox studio here, which was Fox 8 News. And um, mm-hmm. upon graduation, I went and worked for them. Um, actually, I worked at two stations because um, there was a New mm-hmm. Orleans public access station that was in the same building with a Fox station. So I actually worked on both sides and learned so many aspects of the production behind the scenes, um, producing, directing, um, camera operation, editing. And, you know, it gave me this amazing um, knowledge base. And Mm -hmm. the, the thing about working in the news is every day, there was, you know, it, the story that we were covering for the most part was about, you know, a rape, a murder, a fire, a rape, a murder, a fire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. over time, I, I saw myself starting to become numb to those mm-hmm. issues and those things because it became just a daily, you know, occurrence. It's something you heard every day. And I was like, I don't want to become numb to this. I don't want to have no reaction when I hear about, you know, somebody being hurt. So I was like, you know what, maybe this isn't, you know, quite the path for me. I know it's somewhere in broadcast media because I've always had a love and a passion for it, but maybe this isn't it. And so I started working with um, a lot of independent production companies, had opportunity to do some film producing for like the Travel Channel. I worked on some projects with AMC, and you know, in that road, I ended up being offered a position to come onto or into Hewlett Packard or into corporate America. And it was the call of you know job security. It was a call of okay, well, this seems like you know I know it's not in my in the field that I love, but it seems like a good opportunity, so let me go ahead and take this path. And so I go into I started working for them like part time, um, just in the store and I think within three months I moved into a management position and then continued to just grow along with the company. And they mm. saw my skill set, or they saw something in me, and I was approached about becoming their representative on um, the Home Shopping Network and of QVC. So I started to do on-air sales for them in those venues, which it kind of put my foot back into what it was that right. I loved. So I was like, ooh, okay, like now my, my, my fire is being ignited again. <laughs> like, like right, here's right. What I really love is being able to share messages with people and to be able to do that on a very large scale. And so I would, when I would go back to my daily activities of, you know, being a district manager and running the business, I, I mean, because it's a wonderful company, I mean, phenomenal products. The people I worked with were great. Even our clients, wonderful. But it was not what I loved to do. I and understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that every good thing is not there. the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Into that, and so it was mm-hmm. like I was living with you know one foot in in the dream, and then one foot in what I considered was security, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm towing this line, but I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I can even look mm-hmm. back now on journal entries that I had, and I was like, oh my goodness, I was depressed. Mm, I would not mm. want to get up in the morning. I would not want to, mm. you know, face the day or do the things I need to do, and I'm dragging myself along to be able to, you know, to function. And I was like, you know what, but, but it was, you know, you got a good job, you know, things are going well, you know, you've got, mm. you know, status, you got money, you got all this stuff, so why would you leave that? Why would you go another route? And so I was like, you know what, you're right, I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. Right, right, right. Don't leave that good job, girl. Don't leave mm. that. Right, right, right. For sure. You know, and we, you know. we so often live by the expectations of other people. We listen mm-hmm. to, you know, our friends, our family, the people around us, and we live a life that's according to their plan. But are we willing mm-hmm. to live in a life according to our plan? Mhm, mhm. That is so true. That is so true. It takes courage. It really does. And and then a lot of times outside of even before we get to the courage, we've got to understand what our plan is. And we you know, mm. it's it, it, it's a challenge to really do that because for one, we're not conditioned that way through school. We're not taught that way, you know. It's it's find something that can work that can be like you said, security, not about what's within, you know, what do you feel that you enjoy, what is it that, you know, you would do for free. We don't have those type of conversations, you know. You know, it's about career. Yeah, 
And so when you, you get to that point of, uh, wow, I'm really not happy and I really don't want to do this, but the pressure is you spend all this money on education for become a doctor, become a lawyer, or what have you, and that's, you're really not happy in that. So we kind of go backwards from that. And, um, you know, I, I think it, it's really, really important for us to, to understand that, and then it takes, like I said, the courage. So you were at this point, you realized that this yes. is not where you wanted to be. What what was the, I guess, the pivoting point for you to hmm. get you to move in a different direction or begin to move in the flow of where you are today? I tell you, it it had to, it was God because <laughs> it certainly wasn't me. I tell you, one day we get a phone call and it was about getting on to a, we were supposed to all get on the conference call, our entire organization um, within the company, mm-hmm. and the call was to let us know that our whole division, our whole organization, wow. was being um, laid off. And wow. I'm I'm on the call and I'm like, wait, what? Like so many things happened, you know, in that moment because it was like wait a minute, a, wait a, a minute, loss of, don't, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> did you know that? Did you all have an idea of what this call was going to be about, or did this just come to a complete, uh, come as a complete shock to you when you heard that? It was a complete shock. Now the now the business had because of the changes in the economy, the business right. had been declining, but not so much so that they would have, you know, or at least. What we knew that they would have, you know, because they were like, oh, we're going to cut corners. We had taken pay cuts. We had done all kinds right. of things to try to, you know, continue to move forward. And plus, I mean, we're still making the company millions and millions of dollars in each of our own territories. But evidently, right. there was things going on in the background, and there was a much bigger picture going on in the universe. Period. That right. this was a must. That this had to happen. Well, you know, in the so, economy as well, but I think about the whole paradigm shift in printers. I mean, I can't tell you the last mm. time I bought a printer. I don't print like I used to. So, I mean, things have changed. Uh, for, for I know that's not the only thing that they produce, but I, I would imagine some of that might have had an effect on business um, oh, as well. Yeah, certainly. You know, electronic and so all of those changes now. and yeah, mm-hmm. and then the change in, in technology and then where the market shifts are going and where the market share mm-hmm. was going. So I mean, mm-hmm. for them to be able to continue to survive, they had to make decisions, you know, mm-hmm. to, that would affect their business. And of course, it also affected those who worked for them. And mm-hmm. I just remembered being on this call, and and when we got off the call. When people are calling each other and we're talking and I'm just like being, you know, of encouragement to everybody. I'm like, oh, everything's going to work out or whatever. And on the inside of my mind, I'm like, oh, my goodness, like what in the world, <laughs> you know. And, you know, it was like there was this shift that happened because my identity was tied to my position, my title yes. in this company. I was Miss yes. HP. And so for all of that to then be, okay, this is gone, whoa, it really wow. made me have to step back and, and make some, some real decisions in life. And wow. I, I had opportunities because I had re- offered other jobs within the company and even other jobs within the same field, but I really had opportunity. I said, you know what, I'm at, a, I'm at this crossroads. And now I look at these journal entries. Every day I wake up depressed. I'm not really doing or fully living in my purpose and the things that I want to do in life because that's over here to this right-hand side, but yet I've been so fearful of stepping into this because it's unknown, you know, what will happen or or what's going to transpire that I've been over here in comfort zones. So Mm -hmm. am I going to continue down the comfort zone path and die a little bit each day, or am I going to go ahead and step into that uncertainty and step into that unknown and go forward and have the faith that it's all going to work out because it's meant to work out? Mm, 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 I took mm, mm. the time to do some work on myself because Mm -hmm. I realized Mm -hmm. that I was the one in my way. Mm, mm. And through, I started working with um, with Tony Robbins, um, traveled the world with him, uh, just really working on my own mindset, my own mental blocks, my own limiting beliefs that kept me mm-hmm. from moving forward into what I really wanted to do with my life. And through mm-hmm. that journey, I learned so much, I shifted so much, and it was about me. And matter of fact, he says this, which I love, he said, the quality of your life will depend on the amount of uncertainty you can be comfortable with. 
Wow. Say that again. That is a that yeah. is a powerful tweet. Yes, Ooh, Tony Robbins. Yes, say that again. He says yes. the uh, the quality of your life will wow. depend on the amount of uncertainty you can be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Because for you to grow, for you to get to where you really, where you say you really want to be in life, you're going to go through times of uncertainty. You're not going to know where this road is going to lead. You're not going to know what door is going to close to you or what door is mm-hmm. going to open to you to bring you to where you have to go. Because so many times we want to be able to plan out every single step of the path. Yes. We want to know yes. if I go from A to B to C to D, oh, okay, and then I got to E from this way, but that's not the way it works. Right, <laughs> right. And don't have any challenges or setbacks in between, and then you become like, uh oh, I'm scared because that pain is too much. I don't want to do yes. that again. Uh uh, uh oh, uh oh, I better not do that. <laughs> I remember what yeah, that and then you felt step like. Back. And you say, oh, okay, okay, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and step, uh, take a couple steps back. And then you start uh-huh. feeling the pain again of not uh-huh. moving forward. You feel the pain of not fulfilling what it is you're supposed to feel because each and every one of us was given a gift. Each and every one right. of us has a message. We have a meaning a purpose for being on this planet. And when we're not living in that and we're not taking those those steps of faith, we're not moving forward, we start to feel pain. That pain right. is a sign you need to be doing something. Wow. Wow. That's a sign. That is a sign. Yeah. You have heard that too, that all pain is not necessarily bad. It is a sign. No. It's an indicator of something that, you know, needs to be corrected. It's an indicator. Pain is an indicator. I love it. I love it. So so you, you step mm-hmm. back and you, ha- you have the opportunity to travel with Tony Robbins. Were you as a patron or did you actually have the opportunity to work on staff with him or were you just there soaking it all up? It's so yeah, so your, we actually joined life. his um, – uh-huh. His, uh, became a part of their the peer group that they have created okay. through their Platinum Partnership. And so, wow, you know, great. when I had gone to my first Tony Robbins event, as a matter of fact, this is where Sandra <laughs> was a big part of this. And while I know everything happens for a reason, life is happening for you, not to you. Right. Because when that door right. closed with Hewlett Packard, it's because there was a bigger, better door waiting to be opened. But until I left from there, I would not be able to step into that door. So I actually met Sandra after, you know, all of this had transpired, and she and I, we just hit it off. I mean, she is, a oh, my goodness, such a dynamic, beautiful spirit. This woman is is just on a whole other level, I tell you. She is. Everybody needs to Google her right now. They need to find out who this woman is that we're talking about. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And we were like, you know, kindred spirits. I felt like I was looking at myself, and she would say, Havila, this is so weird. She said, I feel like I'm talking to myself. And I'll be like, you know what? I was like, everything happens for a reason. And so we decided, we're like, you know what? Let's, let's do some self, um, some personal development, you know, things together. So we're looking at, she was like, oh, we should go to this David Wolf thing. I was like, well, how about we go to this? Because it was on my, you know, bucket list at the time, which now has changed to my adding life to my years list, because I'm not waiting until I'm about to die before I do the things I want to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that, adding life to my years. What did you say, adding? Yeah, like adding that. life to my years. Left. Yes, all my A L T M Y. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was on my list to go to a Tony uh-huh. Robbins event. So I was like, how about we go to the Tony Robbins event? So we go online, we look up where his next um, Unleash the Power Within is, where you do the fire walk. And so she was like, okay, uh-huh. let's do it. So we go up to Orlando, we do this event. Oh, my goodness, I had breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. And I was like, you know what, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Like, I need to continue to walk down this path because I feel something unleashing within myself that, that I need to continue to explore. Because evidently wow. I've been bottled up for a long time. A long time. Wow, wow. So I tell you, if you have just tuned in, you are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio, and our very special guest is Havila Malone. She is a dynamic individual. As you can tell, you can feel the fire and passion in her voice, and she's the best-selling author of How to Become a Publicity Magnet in Any Market via TV, Radio, and Print. And we're going to take a short 
break. I'll be right back after this short commercial break, and I want to get into this book and uh, want to learn more about it and and find out, you know, what was it that actually inspired you to actually take mm-hmm. to pen and and create this great piece of work for us. So stay tuned. We'll take this short commercial break, and we'll be right back with our very special guest, Havila Malone. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Yes, we're live here. As always, thrilled to be here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you just joined us and you missed the first half of the show, don't worry about it. You can catch this show and all our other great shows at the WealthySistersRadio.com. And guess what? We are available, like Beyonce, on iTunes as well. That's right. You can find us on the Wealthy Sisters, and you can download us there for free. Subscribe to us so they can send it to your smartphone. To your laptop, we are here for you. And our guest, are you still there, Havila? I am here. All right, all right. Yes, our very special guest. She is just such a powerful young lady. So tell us more about this book that you have written and and how, you know, actually what what inspired you to write How to Become a Publicity Magnet in Any Market? Mm. Oh, certainly. You know, I feel like... Each and every person has some type of message or something that they have within them to share that will be a benefit to others. And all throughout my career, you know, I've I've been consulted for advice in so many different areas, whether it's in areas of, you know, growing businesses or in um, public relations or in getting um, messages out or getting on television and, you know, even once you get on television, then, you know, then what? And so I was helping people but on a very small scale and, you know, almost like individually. And I always felt that, you know what, I could be helping people on a much larger scale. And it really brought to mind, you know, what Marianne Williams says when she says about not playing small because playing small is not going to serve the world. And so Mm -hmm. I was able to kind of sit back and say, what do I have that I could share with someone who could help them in some way? And Mm -hmm. I took from my experience in corporate America and the things that I know about and learned about business and and what was successful in business as well as the things from my broadcast media days and knowing that for people who start businesses, one of the most important things that they have to do is get the word out. They have to be able to – they may build the most amazing product or have the most, you know, amazing um, invention, but if nobody knows about it, then what good is it? And so being able to – share that message with people of how to get the word out, how to become the type of person that can attract that kind of attention from the media and even attract the things that you want in your life to be able to tap into the power that you have within you. And I put that into this book so that it be really become a mirror for people so that they can live the life that they deserve and do the things that they want and be successful in those things with outlined tips, tools, and tricks and with being able to to, for, for them to really become congruent with who they are and who they're meant to be. And that is really a powerful, powerful book. And, 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 and I understand, I mean, you went like to number one, you know, right in a day or so. I mean, it just, yes. just literally, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that experience. I mean, you, you, I, I'm sharing this because there are a lot of people that we know we write the books and, and you might have um, great subject matter, but, I mean, there is nothing like doing it for yourself for that to be a perfect example that you know what you're talking about. So 
what was that experience like, and, and you know, how did you do that? As far as getting the or book, do we number need to one? get the book? Yeah, do we need oh. to get the book to learn that? <laughs> you, you definitely need book, to get the y'all. book. Gotta get that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to pick up the book. I tell you, and if you go and if you go to Amazon um, for your listeners out there, read the reviews on the book. I mean, it is not only a very easy read; it's a very um, quick read, but it's something that is really going to impact your life. You will not leave the same after reading the book. And Mm -hmm. we worked very diligently in, you know, promoting the book prior to the time of releasing it and really Mm -hmm. getting it out there using our um, our list using our um, connections to be able to like push out that hey this is what's happening because it released mm-hmm. on November the twenty first and mm-hmm. so by really you know we did media appearances around it we did a lot of um, uh, push we actually offered a really special um, deal on the day that it released mm-hmm. we actually offered the ebook for ninety nine cents which also mm-hmm. helped with driving the traffic um, and, and mm-hmm. driving the sales to the book and I remember mm-hmm. I was sitting. Um, I was actually on the line with my mom, and she was in Africa at the time. And I remember going to and refreshing the page, and when I saw that number one bestseller seal pop up on Amazon, I was just like, it was was a powerful (laughs) moment. It was something that was so, and to be able to share that with my mom, who couldn't be, like, physically there with me, it was just such a beautiful, I mean, I I was, like, on top of the world, and then I was, like, crying, and I was (laughs) <laughs> you know, this range of emotions because it was just like all, you know, that hard work and all the things that were put into it and to finally see, you know, the, the fruits of that and, and to see that, hey, this is really getting out there and, and I know right. it will change people's lives. Like, I, I, I right. know that. So to right. see that people were, you know, going in and picking it up and it just it really was um, a wonderful moment for me. And, you know, so I, 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 was, I was celebrating with my mom. And I was like, yeah, because she was actually in Africa at the time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad you're on the line with me. <laughs> you know, and, and I, and I want to ask you about that, too, about celebrating in the moment and being in the moment of, as someone that is driven. And, and I can tell you, you know, you've been focused and you have got out of school at 19. You, you had a strategy and all of that. How important or how difficult is it uh, for you to live in the moment or to be in that present moment, to remember the smell, to remember the sound, you know, for for those forward thinkers? Because I know that that has always been a challenge of mine because I'm always thinking ahead. And And I think back, there's a lot of times that I have missed a lot of moments that I don't remember because I was always trying to get to the other side, trying to get to that goal. So speak to that moment about being in the moment and absorbing those moments that come. Yeah, I completely relate with what you just said because that was me as well. I was such Mm -hmm. a perfection seeker and such a, Mm -hmm. you know, being a visionary and constantly always looking for the looking to the future and seeing what I can right. create and how I can grow and how I can move forward, right. I would accomplish something and then and be like, okay, great, I accomplished that. I'm keep on moving, and I never took right. the time to stop and celebrate or appreciate what I had when I had it. I mean, even mm-hmm. from when I graduated at 19, I was like, okay, great, you know, I graduated. Now what? And then when I you know, landed a role on Style Network's uh, the television show, I'm like, okay, great, you know, now what? I never right. stopped. And they're like, you. dude, you graduated at 19. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> right. Right. You on the Style Network. Hold on a minute. How many people want to do that? <laughs> right. And so it was like so many of those experiences I just glossed over because I was seeking, you know, what was the next thing and what was the next, the next high thing. almost. Yeah, that was going to make me feel like I was worthy, make me feel like I had accomplished something. As soon as that thing was accomplished, then I, I felt like I, I was back to ground zero. Like, okay, now i got to prove myself again. Now I have to accomplish something so that I, I can feel good about myself. But it's about mm-hmm. stopping, being mm-hmm. in the moment, and celebrating mm-hmm. is one of the most potent and important things you can do. Mm-hmm. Not only mm-hmm. does it release hormones within your body that make you feel better and releases those endorphins, but it also, Mm -hmm. when you can stop and be grateful for what it is you have, you will find that more things for you to be grateful for will enter into your life. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and, have and, to be and, able to stop. Uh huh. And I and I like the fact that you said you you had okay. Well, I got to prove myself. I got to prove myself again. Okay, what's the next step? And and I guess I would say that you reached a point in your life that you realized. Do we really have to continue to prove ourselves? You know, do we my proving, proving myself too? You know, what is this all about? It's proving myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, you know, it's because of those feelings of, I had like very um, low feelings of self, self-worth. And so I felt like mm-hmm. my accomplishments were to, you know, that's what made me stand apart. Mm-hmm. That's what made me, you know, worthy mm-hmm. is once I accomplished it. But if I wasn't accomplishing anything, then my life wasn't worthwhile. You know, I wasn't, right. you know, I, I didn't mean anything if I wasn't accomplishing right. something. And it was a really a shift in my whole mindset and my whole perspective on myself and that each and every one of us are worthy. Each and every mm-hmm. one of us are precious. We are all mm-hmm. gifts. We are all made in the image of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is say no more. That is, that is, say no more. What, what, what do you think when we're talking about, you know, uh, being in that image or um, being in the moment and proving ourselves mm-hmm. the whole thing? What, what do you think the number one thing is that holds people back from pursuing the life or the career of their dreams? Hmm. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. And that would be fear. Mm-hmm. Fear mm-hmm. of failure. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's fear of success because mm-hmm. we get into what we call our comfort zone and mm-hmm. for things to change, we mm-hmm. don't know what that change is going to bring. And so because we can't predict or we don't know what's going to happen, we prefer mm-hmm. to just stay within what we know. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know what, if mm-hmm. I move forward, and what if I fall down on my face and this doesn't work out, right. then, you know, right. I might look stupid in front of people. You know, people aren't going right. to view me the same. Or what if I lose all my money? Or, you know, there, there's so many things that we, we start building all these stories in our mind of what could happen mm-hmm as opposed mm-hmm. to taking that leap of faith and moving mm-hmm. forward in what we were really meant to do. Mm-hmm. And what I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, I'm like, you can literally get into a vehicle in the pitch black of night, turn on your mm-hmm. headlights, which only mm-hmm. give you about 200 feet of visibility, really, and you can drive from New Orleans all the way to California with only seeing that 200 feet ahead of you, and you can make it all mm-hmm. the way across this country. You don't all the way need to know right. the entire road. You don't need to see every single step. You have to start stepping and moving in faith. And, of course, you want to have a plan in place or things in place will be flexible and knowing that, hey, that might not really be the door. It might be this other door is going to open for you. And just mm. and, and, I, and I really I don't view things, to me, as failure anymore. I view it as an opportunity yeah. to learn because there's a lesson no, there. No such thing. That's right. No such thing. No such thing as failure in, in anything, in anything. It's just life, life mm. experiences. It's just life experiences and how, like you said, we're learning. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, it's a journey. We're learning on this yeah. journey. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, we, we're talking about, um, we've talked about your book and, and the title, How to Become a Publicity Magnet in Any Market via TV, Radio, and Print. We want everybody to go yes. to your website right now, com right now, and get that book. They can find it, we know, on Amazon as well and all over. But, to, you know, talk to us about publicity and the business. Mm. You know, how can that publicity really help someone grow their business? Do we really need that? Oh, my goodness. Publicity is such a powerful tool. You know, Mm -hmm. someone, you know, they start a business or, you know, they have a book or they have some type of product or service that they want to be able to get out there. In a market mm-hmm. that is so saturated with, you know, 50 million people who have companies or maybe even have products that are in your singular category, you have to be able right. to find a way to distinguish yourself, to differentiate yourself so that you can stand right. out amongst that crowd. And publicity is one of the best ways to do that because in, in, in a lot of times, you know, people, and I, and I tell people, having, getting advertisement, very important. 
it's, it's a part mm-hmm. of the tool chest that needs to be there. But publicity mm-hmm. is when you are featured as a guest on a radio show or on a television mm-hmm. program or you're uh, mm-hmm. featured in an article in a magazine. By nature mm-hmm. of you being in that um, vicinity or you being in that um, that position, you are building off of the credibility and being able to basically borrow the credibility of that publication, of that television station, of that network. That's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody, you know, you turn on the news and, you know, the, the morning news show or a talk show and you see somebody on there and they're talking about, you know, the, the five things you never want to do on an interview and they are maybe a professional resume writer or a bio writer or something like that. When you go to seek those type of services, are you going to, you know, go to that person who's in the yellow pages, you know, 50 deep of, you know, resume writing or you're going to look at that person you saw on TV and be like, well, evidently they're an expert. Otherwise they right. wouldn't have been on TV. On TV, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's important. It really so, what, what is are some a powerful tips? thing? What are what are you? You're right. What what are a few tips that um, you can share with the audience on how to get some free publicity? Yes, yes. Because uh, you so, did talk about advertising is important, and it needs to be yes. in the budget. It needs to be in that tool chest, as you mentioned. But yes. you know, talk a little bit about some of the free things that. Um, our audience can do for publicity? Mm. So first and foremost, it's about changing your mindset. A lot of times people, Mm. they go into – um, go to a television station and say, hey, um, I have this great product that does X, Y, and Z. You should have me on the show. Well, they're going to say, well, great, you know, I'm going to give you the number for the advertising department. But if you mm-hmm. go into a station or you go to a picture producer and you find out what's important to their audience, how can mm-hmm. I serve them with the information mm-hmm. that I have to give them what mm-hmm. they need, that's when you're talking. That's when mm-hmm. they say, okay, well, let, let's consider what it is that you have to say. So first of all, if you have a, a product or your company um, can show before and afters. I don't know, maybe if you're a, a health coach and you deal with clients okay. and you help them to lose weight. If you can do, okay. um, get some testimonials from your clients, um, show before and after pictures of what it is that your product can do, get that stuff onto your website. Get that stuff available right. through social media so that when you do pitch to a, a station, you can include those videos. You can include those clips, those testimonials, which will also mm-hmm. build to your credibility because you want to make the, the producer's job easy as possible. Mm-hmm. You want them so you you, want to become a resource for them so that they pick you. Uh-huh. So it's about, like you said, about the serving. Okay, I got that, becoming a resource. So in that same example, if it's a personal trainer, you're saying go to that network and and offer your services to maybe, you know, do a segment uh, once a month or once a week or what have you that, that is enriching that station's platform of providing good information yes. to the community. Uh-huh. Precisely. Uh-huh. And maybe take and, a, yes. take a guest from the audience or what have you and, and do a uh, uh, six-week training or four-week training or something like yeah, that. Yeah, offer your services. Like Absolutely uh-huh. offer uh-huh. your services, you mm-hmm. know, free to the station to, like, choose somebody from their audience that you'll be willing to work with, and you can track that progress over time because um, media outlets also love follow-up stories. They love being able to follow mm-hmm. somebody over time to see the results mm-hmm. that they get because we as viewers want to see that. Mm-hmm. So it's all about mm-hmm. keeping the viewer in mind when you're approaching mm-hmm. a station and then also mm-hmm. approaching them with things that people would be interested in, that hook, that, that. So in, in the example of the health coach, maybe um, when you approach that producer, you say, hey, I can help your audience learn how to get a six-pack in six weeks. Now, I don't know if that is possible. <laughs> you know? I know if I heard I can get a six-pack Everybody's in six like, weeks, I don't want to know. <laughs> so also, you know, giving them hooks of things that are interesting, that it would grab people's attention because they can uh-huh. then build a story around it. Like the media needs you just as much as you need them. With most morning right. shows are about four hours. That's a lot of content to have to That's feel. That's a lot and of content to have to feel. That's right. Of content. That's right. So a producer, right. it's, it's their job to go out and find, you know, people to find guests to find topics and things to fill that time. So when you can make it easier for them to choose you, you are going to win. You're going to win. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And speaking of that, uh, you know, this time is going by so fast. We're going to have to make sure we have you back uh, on and do something else with you. you you're just such a great uh, source of information and just, such, you know, so encouraging and inspirational, uh, very inspiring. And you talked about that winning. I know you've got a new initiative that you're working on um, that's outlined in that, the, the book, 21 to win challenge. Tell, tell us yes. about that and how everyone can become a part of that. Oh, it's something so exciting. Because um, especially now we're going into the new year, so everybody, uh-huh. you know, about 50% of Americans actually take on a New Year's resolution. And the sad part about that is, though, that about 92% uh, fail at their New Year's resolution. And it's because mm-hmm. there's just not a lot of um, structure in place or accountability in place to be able to help you mm-hmm. succeed with that goal. And sometimes it's just not a clear goal. You say, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So mm-hmm. what we've created is something called the 21 to Win Challenge, and it's simple, it's effective, it's fun, it brings people together, and really helps you get the results that you want. So the way it works is you pick a very clearly defined goal of what you want to accomplish. And so say it is, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, over the next two months or something like that, then what am I going to do? every single day that's going to help me to accomplish that goal. So if I'm going to do 30 minutes of aerobic exercise every day, okay, great. Now you have your daily activity. Now you've got to go out and find an accountability partner. So you know, a friend, a colleague, a family member, somebody who's just as committed to getting results in something that they want to do in life, and mm-hmm. you, you team up with that person. So every day, once you're done with your activity for the day, you know, I'm going to do this aerobic 30 minutes of aerobic exercise by 5 p.m., you text your accountability partner that you're done. And then your accountability partner is going to send you a a congratulatory message, you know, great job, keep it up, you know, let's keep moving forward, something to help you to be able to celebrate that moment. And every day you you do that same thing. Now, uh, and for 21 days in total. Now, where it gets kind of juicy is if at any point throughout that 21 days, either you or your partner do not come through on your activity for that day, then you both have to start over from day one. Ah, I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's great. There's a fast out there that's like that uh, that I did uh, with uh, dherbs.com, and it's a a 20-day. It's a 20-day fast, and I know theirs is similar to that, too, starting over. And there's a – no, no, I'm mixing up. I'm mixing up. It's a, the Prosperity Book. It's a Prosperity Book then, uh, that I program that I did. And if you, it's like 40 days. And if you miss a day, you've got to start all over again. Yes. So that yes. is good. That it's is like good. you don't want to be it. the cause for somebody right. else to have to start over. And it's like sometimes you will show up and you will step up when somebody else wow. is on the line even more so than you'll do for yourself. So wow. it really and, and adds so that next level. And partners got to start yes, all over Yes, you both again. have to start you over. So your, your, their else. results are tied yeah. to your actions and likewise. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now tell us, where can they find this information? Give them all of your contact information as well. Oh, certainly. So to join the 21 to Win Challenge, you can go to um, www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash 21, the number 21, and then to win, so T-O-W-I-N. Um, you can find me at my website at www.havilamalone.com. That's H-A-V-I-L-A-H-M-A-L-O-N-E. You can also find me on just about every social media outlet there is, so on Twitter at Malone, on Instagram at Malone, and on Facebook at Malone. Two, the number two, um, and you can even email me if you would like to. If you have questions or you know comments or things, I love interacting with people. You can email me at ask ask at havelmalone.com. And so, yeah, definitely in LinkedIn, all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's great. Right? Well, I'm glad you mentioned LinkedIn because, you know, we have uh, monthly features, a weekly features here, and uh, that is going to be a great segue for our feature uh, social media expert, Ms. Crystal Washington. She's out of uh, Texas, and uh, she's going to be sharing tips on how to effectively use LinkedIn with well, that segment is coming up here next. But Definitely, definitely, we just want to say thank you so much, Havla, for everything that you're doing, for the courage that you've taken to live your life's purpose, 
and to fulfill your dreams and just just the wisdom that you have. In 30 seconds or less, what, what are the last words or closing words which you, you like to share with our audience? Mm. You know what, what I always and I would love to leave your listeners with is that know, know that anything is possible. And if mm. you can't look out there and see the proof, then be the proof. Mm. Take that mm-hmm. leap. Go know and, that go anything is possible. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Girl, you said it. Will you come back if we uh, are able to schedule that? Oh, I would love to. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, congratulations to you again. Thank you for everything that you're doing. And we want everybody to go to your website now, com. Get that book so that you can learn how she made her book hit number one in just a matter of few days there. Congratulations to you, my sister, and we'll speak with you soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too, and happy holidays as well. Thank you. Yeah, so I tell you, if you just tuned in, uh, you just heard from our very special guest today, Havla Malone. She is just a dynamic individual. I want to encourage you to check her out and catch the, you know, the show. If you've missed the first half, go back and listen to it. Uh, but now we want to move to our segment from our, our expert, our social media expert, Crystal Washington, out of Texas, and she's going to be sharing those powerful tips on LinkedIn. Hello, this is Crystal Washington, social media strategist, speaker, and author. I'm here today to give you another Wealthy Sisters Radio social media tip. Today we're going to look at three tips for getting more LinkedIn leads. Many of you are already using LinkedIn. If you are not, you should probably be there. LinkedIn is the largest professional social network. It's 100% business. No apps, no silliness, no people posting viral stories about Lady Gaga. It's all about business. So if you're wanting to do business on social media, LinkedIn's probably one of the places for you. So here are my three tips for you today. The first tip is optimize your profile for key words. If a set of words are not actually in your profile, You will not come up in search when someone types those words in. So what does that mean? If you want to pop up for a particular product that you offer, services that you offer, if those words are not located somewhere in your profile, when someone does a search on LinkedIn for someone offering those things, you're not going to pop up. So take a couple minutes, brainstorm all the words that you want to show up for, and make sure that you put those in your profile. Tip number two, make sure your clients are actually on LinkedIn. Now, For most of us, that will be the case. But however, if you have a business where you're trying to connect with tweens, maybe you have a t-shirt line specifically for them or something where you're selling mostly to teenagers, they're not going to be on LinkedIn. That's not the demographic. Although you could still use LinkedIn to connect with manufacturing partners and possibly some wholesale partners. At the same time, no matter what, no matter the social network, always make sure that your clients are actually there. So you definitely want to do the litmus test on LinkedIn. And the last tip that I have for you today, tip number three, is be active. Post in groups. Be of service to people. Answer those questions. If you see that someone on there has posted a question um, in your stream, go in there, answer that question if it has to do with your area of expertise. If you see that someone who, especially someone who might be a potential client, has a question in one of your groups, be of service. Give a very specific answer. Give them all the information they need. What happens is other people in that group, they see you that builds you up as an expert, you're going to get more connection requests on LinkedIn. And at the end of the day, eventually, that phone's going to ring and you're going to get some business. So again, the tips are optimize your profile for keywords. Tip number two, make sure your clients are actually on LinkedIn. And tip number three is be active. This has been another Wealthy Sisters Radio social media tip with Crystal Washington. For more information, you can visit crystalwashington.com. Right, as she said, I tell you, she's a powerful. Make sure you go to crystalwashington.com. She is an expert that uh, Havila talked about today. She's been able to use the media. She's often on the news there in her markets and all around, so she has a lot of great information. So we want to say thank you to Crystal for providing those great tips on LinkedIn for us today. 
Well, I want to wish everyone a very, very, very happy and Merry Christmas this week. is just, just two days away, right? You have a wonderful time, and we will see you next week with another great show for you. And, again, you can catch us at Wealthy Sisters on Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes. And be sure to go to our website, Wealthy Sisters Radio. And, oh, yeah, get registered for the Winter Summit 2014. You can find that at thewinnersummit.com. Early registration ends real soon. Thank you so much. And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. Bye now. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio.